This immigration news roundup is brought to you courtesy the law firm of Figure and Associates. To schedule a free case evaluation on immigration issues, visit www.311immigration.com. That's www.311immigration.com or call 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. The lawyer you hire does make a difference. week's immigration news roundup. Supreme Court allows Trump to return immigrants to Mexico while they await asylum. The Remain in Mexico program, or Migrant Protection Protocols, a 2019 policy that has already returned over 60,000 migrants to Mexico to await after they make an initial asylum claim at the U.S. border, was on Wednesday March 11th, approved to continue by the Supreme Court. In a brief unsigned order, the court said enforcement can go on while the justices decide whether to hear an appeal of lower court rulings that declared the program illegal. The Justice Department said the program has been an enormously effective and indispensable tool in efforts to address the migration crisis on our southwest border. While asylum seekers continue to face grave danger and irreversible harm every day, the policy remains in effect, says Judy Rabinovit, special counsel in the ACLU Immigrants' Rights Project, in reaction to the Supreme Court's ruling. Customs and Border Protection and ICE has extraordinary powers during pandemic, including indefinite surveillance and detention. In a document titled Operations Plan for Pandemic Response, drafted during the 2007 avian flu pandemic, which was obtained by the nation, the leaked Customs and Border Protection Directive allows the agency to actively surveil and detain indefinitely individuals that are suspected of carrying illness. In response to the report on the leaked document, Steve Choi, Executive Director of the New York Immigration Coalition, issued the following response. We are at a tipping point of veering into a civil rights atrocity akin to the intimates of Japanese Americans in World War II. The powers granted to CBP and ICE would only embolden an out-of-control White House determined to exploit a public health crisis in furtherance of its anti-immigration agenda. Let's be clear, we need real and sustainable public health solutions to COVID-19, not indefinite detention of our immigrant community members. Now, more than ever, New Yorkers must stand united against fear and xenophobia, and our elected must stand ready to protect and defend each and every New Yorker by ensuring we all have access to the health and legal services we need to keep our families safe and secure. With the threat of a coronavirus outbreak in immigration detention facilities, Advocates say the government can and should release all people from immigration detention now. 
Silky Shah, Executive Director of Detention Watch Network, claims that the threat of a coronavirus outbreak in immigration detention facilities is imminent and the government needs to act immediately by releasing people from detention. Past reports show that the medical standards developed and implemented by Immigration and Customs Enforcement have been inadequate, resulting in preventable deaths of people in their custody. The government is being called upon to release all people from immigration detention. Ice Storms Brooklyn Restaurant Pepper Sprays Detainee a U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Fugitive Operations Team discharged O.C. spray while attempting to arrest an illegally present Dominican national who was acclaimed by ICE officials to have resisted arrest. ICE said they nabbed Pimentel because she had overstayed a visa that expired September 22, 2019 and was flagged following her February 25th arrest for a fight with a friend at a bar, although she was released without bail in that incident. The incident comes in as second in recent times following the raid-turned-shooting in Brooklyn last month, which drew national attention after an ICE agent opened fire on an unarmed immigrant. Finally, immigration advocates highlight importance of school meals and other supports for low-income and immigrant New Yorkers as city responds to coronavirus. Kim Sykes, Director of Education Policy, New York Immigration Coalition, issued a statement in response to the city closing two South Bronx schools on March 12th morning and additional schools on the 13th. Her statement reads, We applaud Mayor de Blasio, Chancellor Carranza and city council leaders for recognizing that many New York families rely on schools for more than their children's educational needs, including access to health care, meals, and other essential supports. We know that protecting the health of school communities is absolutely vital, and we appreciate the state's education department's joint closure related guidance and waiver to provide meals to help schools to navigate a rapidly evolving situation. Additionally, we urge districts across the state to ensure that critical updates are quickly provided to school communities in families, home language and closing schools, provide instructional materials that are accessible to all, including multilingual English language learners. Schools should not rely on remote or distance learning unless the district has already provided all students with access to technology and the necessary materials. Schools can remain a lifeline to their families by continuing to provide information, access to meals, and connecting those in need to health, legal, and other supportive resources. Finally, we encourage impacted districts to extend critical deadlines for parents, such as the application period for pre-K in New York City, so as families can benefit from these important opportunities. This has been this week's Immigration News Roundup. Join us next week. This Immigration News Roundup was brought to you courtesy the law firm of Figueroa Associates. 
to schedule a free case evaluation on immigration issues, visit www.311immigration.com. That's www.311immigration.com or call 855-768-8845. That's 855-768-8845. The lawyer you hire does make a difference.